All right, Coach Bills here along with Coach Andrew Luck 12 to discuss the Halstead Group, named after Coach, an outgoing senior that I'm pretty sure you misread about now from your Hershey squad. I do, and um, he was a plus six or plus seven, believe it or not, walk-on. You're going to make us all real envious right about now. Well, my, my walk-ons since that time have not lived up to that. <laughs> sorry, I'm very sorry about that. That's and the right. Minus ones and minus twos. What's the secret to bringing in plus seven walk-ons? Um, I don't know. It takes a lot of skill to just bring on walk-ons to start with. I guess so. Well, he was a big part of your successful team last year, and that's why your team, the one we're going to start with, was the number one seed, is the number one seed in this group. You made the NTT. You were a four seed. Uh, you finished with the number 23 power ranking. But he's not the only senior you lost, right? You also lost Casey Green from your starting backcourt. So you have to find a way to replace them. But you do have some good players coming back. You've got Kevin Randall coming back. He was a starter during most of last year. You've got Omar Harmon, who was fifth team all-league. And Wesley Edwards, the senior center. So tell us, as we start talking about this Hershey team, about the freshmen you brought in and also the guys you already had on the roster, you know, without revealing any big secrets, how, how do you feel they're going to fit in and slide into those two vacated starting guard spots? Well, I think I can um, replace Green, although he's a good player, um, because I've got a couple of different options as far as the freshman that I brought in last season. Um, but I foolishly did not go after a point guard, thinking that I had a point guard on the roster. And the more I look at it, I'm not sure I do, a true point guard. I've got a couple of guys with excellent hands, but I don't, I don't know that they're necessarily going to be able to fill that role. I'm, I'm concerned in that perspective. I think we'll be able to have enough scoring. I love Harmon, um, and uh, Edwards is really, um, he was a, I think he was a 1-1. He's a really good player. Um, but I think we are likely to take at least a little bit of a step back. Were you thinking that you'd bring in another plus seven walk-on to replace the point guard? That was my plan. Yeah, yeah. just for some reason it didn't work out this time. <laughs> uh, no, but in all seriousness, you've got that front court locked down, Harmon at the power forward spot, and looking at your team from an outsider's perspective, I would think Kevin Randall could take a little bit of a, of a leap this year because he didn't get to play full starters minutes last season, and he was pretty efficient in the time that he was in there. Uh, and he was at small forward, so I don't know if that's the plan for him this year or not, but certainly if he gets to play in a guard spot, perhaps he could be even more effective. He's going to play in one of the guard spots, and, and he'll, he'll certainly get an opportunity to uh, um, play point guard. I'm going to be doing a lot of experimenting early on, and I've got a lot of credits built up, so I'll be sending lots of scrimmage out there. Yeah, and uh, you know, you alluded to the fact that your recruits didn't necessarily come in as you were hoping, uh, rated 177 hardwood, 172 sim hoops. But you know, just looking at the stats here, it looks like Logan Popko could be a useful player, uh, maybe at that small forward spot. And you also brought in two big guys, uh, including a seven-footer. That never hurts, right? Right. Um, Popko, um, he shot well. Uh, his overall true shooting percentage was pretty good. He can play some defense. Uh, at some point... Um, hopefully not this year, um, meaning that we'll have other people um, fill that slot. But at some point, I would like to see him be, I think he has the potential to be a, a, a good starting small forward. Uh, the seven-footer, um, I think he's better than his attributes. Um, 
his stats were pretty good, not great. Um, he was a uh, clearly targeted guy in the net. Um, whether he's ever going to be a, I think I think he'd be an adequate starter, but certainly not a starter on NTT uh, contender. Which is what you and, hope to be, right? right. And then the lock on, um, unfortunately, is uh, hopefully never going to play. But six foot ten, so I mean, not plus seven, but he's six foot ten, and he's far from plus seven. <laughs> so once again, hopefully he doesn't see the floor. Fair enough, but you're the top seed for a reason, so congrats on your strong season last year. Uh, but as we discussed offline, it's a pretty strong group that you've got to contend with here. Moving on down to the number two seed, Waterloo, a program that is perennially in NTT contention, it seems. Finished last year number 32, so it makes sense that you guys are the top seed over them. You were 23 and they're 32. Uh, but they have a lot of talent coming back. They've got that 8-3 sophomore class. Uh, as well as a very solid freshman class, 42-62 hardwood sim hoops. And they graduated what was their lowest ranked class, not a poorly ranked class, but 111-88 going out. Um, so this is a team with a lot of talent. They did lose, among those seniors, a starting point guard who was very good for them in Austin Shine. Uh, but you know maybe their two other best players in the starting lineup were both freshmen. And it just it looks like a very deep team that I would imagine uh, you'll, you'll find formidable as an opponent. I think they should clearly be the favorite in this group. Um, they, uh, they, they did lose um, their point guard. I think the other two seniors were primarily NA form. Uh, and they've got guys, at least based upon stats, look like um, could fill that point guard role. And um, I don't remember the details now, but I t did take a look at their class, and I thought they'd run in a pretty decent class. So um, I... <laughs> I'd much rather be in their position than mine. So yeah. they, they will be tough. They should be, they should be uh, the favorite, and I think by a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, you refer to the fact that a returner could maybe fill that point guard spot, and I think you're talking about Anthony Johnson, who was the freshman shooting guard last year. He had, per 30 minutes, 4.9 assists and 0 0.8 turnovers at shooting guard. So definitely seems like uh, a point guard-capable player. And so if he vacates that shooting guard spot, uh, a couple freshmen look like they might be capable of filling it. Most notably, Andrew Lopez, who scored about 19 points per 30 minutes. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, playing power forward at 6'5 in high school with a great percentage. So I think he could be one of those guys who really explodes. So I'm going to be inclined to agree with you uh, that this probably should be the favorite in this group. Though, again, you know, you guys are the one seed and, and for a good reason, so... Well, we're one seed, but I'm not sure it's a good reason. You won't be well because you accomplished what you did last year. That's why you're there. But it's true. Very tough number two seed. Uh, as to the three seed, Greensboro, the Grasshoppers from Conference 11. PTT squad last year, they were a five seed. Finished 16-8, and eight, number 86 in the power rankings. Uh, they graduated the 179-174 class, hardwood sim hoops, and brought in a class that actually was ranked worse than that, 208-196. Uh, as for, uh, I was just going to say one thing about the seniors before you jump in, Coach. Skylar Crossan of that not very well-ranked senior class was actually the leading scorer on this team last year, uh, over 20 points a game at small forward. So he is a loss, and his shoes will be large, somewhat large to fill. He's got a bit of an interruption here, but it's no problem whatsoever. A little, uh, a little commercial break. Yeah, a nice, nice British voice to lighten things up for our listeners. And then another human being's voice. Yeah, they, uh, Greensboro looks like they've had some bad recruiting luck uh, over the last few seasons. Um, 
And yeah, what I was going to say is that they did lose their leading scorer. So um, again, I, I really think there's there's a, a pretty big gap. So I, I don't, I don't want to diss them, but um, I think that we're probably in second in this group, and then the others are, are not really close third. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. I mean, as I said, Greensboro was in the PTT as a five seed, which is not bad. Uh, their issue last year was really defensively, uh, defense, I should say. They gave up uh, 53.9% true shooting to their opponents. Offensively, they were good. Uh, they had some efficient scorers in the starting lineup, one of which was Crossan, and he's gone. But they've also got Bradley Booker, who didn't score a lot but was efficient. Uh, and then Samir Wilson and Joshua Melanson in the front court, both uh, scored about 15 points per 30 minutes on pretty good efficiency. Uh, and the backups could shoot a little bit as well. Um, they had uh, Nicholas Campbell, who was over 12 points per 30 minutes on great shooting numbers. So... I think this team will still be uh, a contender uh, in its games. I don't know if it's likely to win this group, but uh, I, I think they'll they'll put up a fight for sure. Yeah, I just took a look now, and they do have a good senior class. So, you know, if the seniors can carry them, um, I guess that would give them a puncher's chance, as they say. Right, and that is definitely the best-ranked class on the team. 45 hardwood, 55, 51 sim hoops. Every other class averages uh, over 100, and in the case of the... Freshman, as I mentioned, over 200. So the program might not be headed in the right direction, but this year they could still hang on. Uh, then finally, we've got Lincoln, the Abrahams. A little bit of a joke there, the Lincoln Abrahams as opposed to the Abraham Lincolns. Uh, a team that has uh, historically you know, been in the NTT, uh, won some big ties, so you know, been on some major recruits and gotten them. One of whom is still on the roster, Michael Kahn, now um, is the senior center for them. He, you can see, was part of the 1057 Hardwood Sim Hoops recruiting class, and that is consistent with how heavily he, re he was recruited. He was the number one most recruited player in the country. I don't know what kind of a tie he was, but I think it was something like, you know, the 15-15 range, that kind of player. Um, but, you know, he's been a little underwhelming for that kind of hype, right? His, his stats are fine. Uh, last year, for example, he scored about, you know, 14 points per 30 minutes. Decent defensive numbers, eight and a half rebounds per 30 minutes. Not an all-league type performance. Um, so you got to figure he would have to step up and play like the star he was billed to be uh, for this team to really make a run at this group. Um, beyond him, some some scoring talent for sure. But as you said before, uh, you know another PTT level team uh, doesn't look to be on the level of let's just say Waterloo to leave your team out of it. Yeah, that's that's fair, and I'm, I I. Find it hard to separate them and uh, Greensboro. I think again, a situation where they haven't had the best recruiting luck over the last couple of seasons. Yeah, right. And for Lincoln, it's just those last three seasons because they broke that con tie. Yeah. But since then, they've gone a bit dry. But you know, just like you said about Greensboro, seniors being the best class, it's true now for Lincoln as well. So con being a senior could potentially work to their advantage, and they do have some other good players as well. Joshua Tapia had a nice season at small forward, uh, scored 17 points per 30 minutes on pretty good shooting numbers. So to me, just having looked at only two groups, this is a fairly strong group overall. And I'm with you. I, I think Waterloo needs to be considered the favorite, but I'm certainly not counting the Colts out of it. Well, I, I appreciate that. And, and in terms of counting teams out of it, I'd be remiss if I didn't 
didn't mention for all of you Patriots fans out there um, that uh, I was just thrilled to death to see that you uh, managed to bungle that game. A bungle game, take over the spot of having the worst, um, um, not the worst loss, how would you describe it? The most embarrassing finish to a game? How about that? Yeah, I like that, particularly as you can tell, I'm I'm much a Patriot lover, so uh, (laughs) it was very enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I think your rooting interests are probably not hard to decipher from your coach name and team. Yeah, and then, you know, and we had our own embarrassment. Right, yeah. That I'm hoping is is not totally wiped out, but at least... uh, People won't focus on it as much because they'll be replaying. It's especially old that Chandler Jones. It was the best. Arm to his cousin. Name Zig, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was just terrible. I'm with you. I enjoyed that very much. Uh, and I, I imagine most of our listeners did as well. But if you didn't, sorry about that. We'll be back with the second group right after this.